Live from the Star Worldwide Network Studios, it's time for Spirituality for Everyday Living with Melinda Vale. As the medium who makes a difference, Melinda and her guests discuss practical spirituality and how it makes an impact on our everyday lives. And now, here's your hostess, Melinda Vale. Welcome to Spirituality for Everyday Living. It is going to be a great holiday season. I hope that you're ready and that you're excited and your house is decorated and uh, you're all set for a wonderful, happy holiday season. And we're going to talk about our last year on podcasts with you and talk about some of our favorites and, you know, some of the things we've learned in the last year. And I brought my faithful companion. Does it sound like a dog? I brought my faithful companion <laughs> to talk with me about this year, my lovely, wonderful husband, Bill LaRue. Hey, baby, how are you doing? How are you doing? So, I am so ready for Christmas. Yeah, we well, we do a lot. We do a lot. Christmas, I'm the Christmas queen. How many trees do we have up now? Oh, gosh, I lost count after 27. <laughs> well, we have four in the living room, dining room. Yes. And one in the family room. With the train going around. Right. With, and uh, then the train a from few my dad. small ones here and there. And then we have Christmas Eve hoopla with lots of presents and... Yeah, I believe in celebrating Christmas regardless of what you've been through in your life because we have to regroup and reboot at this time of year, hoping that we can generate love and joy between us so that we can raise the vibration of our planet. And so I, I hope that no matter whether you are suffering from depression or have had some kind of a loss this year, that you still go through the motions so that you can try to practice and practice until you make it so that you can show others how to be an example of goodwill at this time of year. And that's what we try to do. Uh, exactly. When you begin building something, maybe you're just thinking about brick on top of brick on top of brick. But eventually, it becomes a project of love. And then that is what drives you forward with whatever you are doing it just the exact same thing with christmas okay well we got to get the boxes out we got to get this out we got to get that out then all of a sudden one on top of the other on top of the other and then it becomes fun it becomes infectious and there's the love and the joy and the excitement and all the goodies that come along leads with it leads us into a high vibration for a happy new year funny how that works isn't yeah. it yeah so we've had some amazing people this year on our podcast so many that we have sheets of paper in front of us because we don't want to leave everybody out. No, we don't want to leave everybody out. We don't want to leave anybody out. We want to bring everybody in. So we've had some amazing doctors. We've had some spiritual people, priests and ministers and rabbis. We've had some, uh, we've had the sheriff and a U.S. marshal. Uh, we've had amazing women who you know, walk the walk and don't just talk the talk, who lead others with their entrepreneurial spirit and their gift of teaching others how to give. Like, we've just had amazing people. I loved the podcast with heavyweight champion Cain Velasquez. Who would think that we'd have a two-time heavyweight champion of the world come and talk about spirituality? But he did, and it was wonderful. Oh, absolutely. And one of the things that, uh, you know, I'm sitting here looking at this list and just exactly how varied it is. But the one thing that all of these people have in common is their spiritual 
uh, their spirituality and their relationship with life, whether it's somebody who has taken vows of poverty, like a priest, if it's somebody who is a multi-multi-millionaire. Our priest drives a Porsche, Bill. <laughs> but it's green, so it doesn't count. Well, you know, the, you get the general idea. We're talking about people who give. We've had some some uh, Arizona icons here. We've had Mary Jo West. Rita Davenport. Rita, Rita and uh, Jana Bomersbach. Jana Bomersbach. Oh, you were I starstruck. I love her books and her material. We've had uh, the Karen Perry story. Karen Perry is the woman who lost her three children at Thanksgiving time. Uh, Ten, I believe it's 11 years now. It will be 11 years. Um, and all three of her children perished in a plane crash, and she's turned that into spirituality. Um, it's, it's amazing. Okay, we had Vanna White. Oh, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah. There she is. And, you know, she Vanna, is America's Vanna. sweetheart. Oh, we love our Vanna. She is definitely a, a wonderful person, and she's just as down-to-earth and as wonderful as she can be, isn't she? Oh, yeah. Every time I see her, she says, oh, look, I have a new word game on my phone. Oh, really surprised <laughs> me with something new. <laughs> Dr. Marwan Sabah. Oh, wow, what a You know, he was once the head of the Cleveland Clinic's Alzheimer's and Dementia Department and then left there and is back at St. Joe's. We're so glad that he's back here because he is also a wonderful human that we just love to spend time with, and it was such a nice podcast. He's so, so smart. Well, his cerebral process is up here, but his relationship is all from the heart. That's true. And that's what makes him a special human being and his wife, Ida. Absolutely. Wonderful people. Jimmy Walker. Oh, God. My favorite. You know, Jimmy Walker's son died of alcoholism, and he has created um, the um, uh, rehab centers around town for people who are suffering from alcoholism. And he told us a story of how uh, Andrea Bocelli and Muhammad Ali got together. That was a wonderful story. There are people that we've had on that turn their karma, meaning the situations that they're up against, into dharma, meaning helping people with the same kind of situation. He's a perfect example of that. You know, and this is one of the things that all of these people share, is Mm -hmm. that they take the difficult things, whether it's a murdered child, a child that has been lost to alcoholism, a parent that has died under unfortunate circumstance, brothers, sisters, uh, difficult things in life. But they have all found a way to maintain their humanity, their spirituality, and their relationship to God. Mm-hmm. And it's not only do they talk the talk, but they walk the walk. And when you walk that walk, it begins to manifest and grow and uh, what you know, was the Jerry young... Colangelo, yeah. he was a perfect example of walking the walk and not just talking the talk. And we had a great spiritual podcast with him. Oh, that was so fun when you pulled that one question on him. I've got a hard question for you. <laughs> Who is your favorite? I'm not going, I'm not going to do <laughs> that go one. There. <laughs> and how about how lovely uh, Kevin Lehman was uh, with the birth order book and 60 books that he's written. He was a lot of fun. What a quick wit he had. Uh, absolutely quick wit. And what he has done is he's taken something that would seem so natural and he's turned it into a process where you can begin to understand the building blocks of who we are. Once you begin getting those building blocks, understanding those Legos of how you come together, then you have a better idea of 
what you need to do to assemble or reassemble as needed. Mm-hmm. Firstborn, secondborn, thirdborn. Um, I'm a middle child. I understand the things that have happened there. <laughs> we won't go into that. Oh, well, we've done that. <laughs> How about one... our food people, the Joy Bus? Oh, what gotcha. a wonderful entrepreneurial organization is that for cancer? And go there and have breakfast, and all the people that they give food to and help. And oh, yeah. Jan Diartre talked about spirituality and food. We had some food people on talking about how to nourish one's belly and spirit. Oh, and, you know, it, it's the uh, love, the grace, and the style that comes out of a kitchen. And when uh, all those wonderful things are served that way, then it comes across as something that only that doesn't just nurture the body, it nurtures the soul. Mm-hmm. And that is their gift, is that they elevate at that level. Mm-hmm. And then we had that lovely girl, uh, Lo, was her name Lola? Lola Osario from Osario. New York. Osario, I love that kid. I thought that was a great conversation. I, I wish we could stay a little bit more in touch with her. She's fabulous. Oh, yeah. Well, she, she, she talked about race relations and being a young black woman in the school system as a teacher in New York, and it was wonderful. I really enjoyed yeah, that. She was absolutely unabashed. Uh, she was frank. She was direct. Mm-hmm. And what she was looking for was a way to build together. And she wasn't looking for uh, any way to be divisive. She wanted commonality and love. Right. right. Wow, what a human being. I and love her. And we had a diversity, equity, and inclusion culture officer from ASU, Christine Whitney. That was awesome. Yes. And... Let's see, along those lines, oh, we had Progressive Christianity with David Felton. Yes. Oh, and people that moved that ball forward, Dennis Paschke in Recovery Cafe. Right. Father Dale Fouchet came and told his story. Pastor Mark Dupree came in. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We, we love really, all those guys. You know, we, have, of course, have Pat and Duffy. Uh, you know, they've come in and helped with uh, some things. Father Dale... Rabbi Robert Kravitz, remember the rabbi? (laughs) I think I was a little bit naive for him when I asked him a question. He was like, no, it's not that. (laughs) I loved him, though. It was wonderful. Jane Wilkins talked about caretaking a husband as he was passing away. Okay. Oh, and that was a hard one, too, because of the difficulties that their marriage suffered towards the end Mm -hmm. and the way that he was taken advantage of, yet... She cared for him. Mm-hmm. She cared for him. And then uh, we said Paul Penzone. He was really fun, wasn't he? Oh, gosh. He you had know, the best-looking, gorgeous bodyguard downstairs, right? And the bodyguard wouldn't get into the elevator with us. I was like, hey, you want to get in? He was like, no. And then Paul sat down, and the bodyguard came in, and I said to, to Paul, is that your bodyguard? And he said, yes. I said, he wouldn't frisk me. <laughs> <laughs> No matter how many times you kicked him in the shin, I saw you. I was like, you. hands up, here I am, but he wouldn't frisk me. Well, you know, the thing that I really like about Paul Penzone, I wish every sheriff in America would watch that because he understands the true meaning of protect and serve. Yes, he, he does. He gets it at a spiritual level. He gets it at a community level. He gets it at an intellectual level, mm-hmm. and he combines all of those in such a he way. He was wonderful. Yeah, well, he showed up... Uh, 
dressed in civilian clothes. He says, he you know, wonderful. Uh, that's what I'm here for is mm -hmm. I am here to show you, you know, I'm not coming through in a uniform. Mm -hmm. I'm coming through as a community servant. Mm -hmm. And uh, Diana Gregory. Oh, gosh, she was we love lovely, her. lovely. You know, I, I really need to call her too. As I'm looking through this, there are so many people that I'm supposed to have dinner with that, you know, I've got to give a call to. What a wonderful, you know, person she was walking in love, talking about that, you know. Okay. And uh, then we had. Uh, oh, Kathleen Rickard. Oh, it's Ricard, honey. Kathleen Ricard. I'm from South Texas, lady. <laughs> <laughs> And y'all better not forget it. All y'all better not forget that. My grandchildren say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. So uh, she's really smart. And along those lines, we also had Dr. Maya Swan. The two of them together I call witch doctors. They use energy work with their work, and they're amazing. They're just amazing. Yep. One's a doctorate of physical therapy, and I think Kathleen is uh, got a doctorate in nursing. Is that a... You know, she's assistant. got a couple different degrees. She's got a lot of degrees. Yeah. And she talks about energy work, too. And she's she's part of Eric's house. And we had Greg, you know, t talk about men's enlightenment from Eric's house, as well as Marianne Govea, who they lost their son to suicide. And uh, they are both wonderful. Eric's house is a fabulous organization that helps people through the loss of tragic death, suicide, murders, and and even now, COVID deaths are, are very traumatic because not in today's world. I'm still seeing people who died from COVID. I had oh, one yeah. this week, a 45-year-old former, well, he, I think he wasn't a former. He is a policeman from Chandler, but he, you know, I don't think he's working for Chandler on the other side of the veil. But um, he, he was only 45 years old and, and passed from COVID. Oh, but Mary Contreras' husband. Mary Contreras. We had Mary Contreras on, and her husband died from COVID, young and fit. And uh, so those, those can be traumatic deaths more in the throes of the pandemic because people couldn't get in to see their loved ones. And so that's trauma, too. But, you know, then we had the the warlock. <laughs> he was a devilish character, wasn't he? <laughs> he was adorable. I loved him. Well, you know, people think about warlocks and witches, and, you know, they're out running through the uh, brambles and the briars and the brush, and they're worshiping trees and rocks and sticks. And nothing could be further from the truth. Mm -hmm. As this particular individual, when he spoke... He described universality and relationship to Creator, to mm -hmm. Mother Earth, and to all of these aspects that are the that essence can apply of who we in are. Any, that actually can, can apply in any religion. He did that. Oh, absolutely. It was interesting because a lot of people are afraid of all that stuff, and he made it very benign. So I, exactly. It was awesome. Yeah, he did not turn anybody in the studio no, into well, a frog I, or anything. I tried to slip him a 50 to turn you into a stud, but he didn't do it. Oh, I'm still just your pack mule, baby. <laughs> and then we had Sharon Lecter, who uh, her people came in. And, you know, sometimes when I'm doing these podcasts, uh, somebody will say something, one or two things. But her people, blah, blah, blah. And I gave her a name, and um, she did not know who it was. But then she thought about it and ended up being her grandpa. And she didn't know that. But she was is rich dad, poor dad, talking about the energy of how money works. She's got some new books out. Her books, Janice's books, these are books, uh, Marwan's books, these are books people ought to, Melinda Vale's books, these are pe books that people ought to read. I know her. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Sharon was a lot of fun, wasn't she? Oh, she absolutely was a whole lot of fun. And then that Jerome Allen, that attorney that was uh, the attorney for the... the uh, uh, King of Bahrain. King, King, yeah. Okay, I'm glad oh, that, you remembered what the king was. But Oh, well, that's the most interesting story. He was out in Nepal, I believe mm -hmm. it was, hiking on a mountain. And uh, a woman walked up to him and said, I need an attorney. And he looked at her well, here's my card, and he just happened to have one raggedy card. Six months later, he gets a phone call, and he's at the Waldorf Astoria, and, oh, no, no, he was at another place, and uh, the woman said, meet me at the Waldorf Astoria for your client, mm -hmm. and that is how he became the attorney for King of Bahrain, and of all places to do client prospecting is when you're on a pilgrimage in Nepal <laughs> to spread the ashes of a dear friend. It was very interesting. And his stories went on and on and yeah. on like that. So yeah. many of them. And what about Buddy Bear, little cat? I mean, oh. like she could play Barbie in the Barbie movie. Like she was so, is so beautiful. But what a spirit to get hurt like that and be told that she'd never walk again. And then to use affirmations and visualizations to walk again and then to create a beer that has the affirmation in its chest for children. What an amazing spirit she is, huh? Well, she took something that somebody told her in a physical form isn't going to work. And instead what she did is she turned it into a metaphysical and decided that this is how my reality is going to be. This is my reality. You're not gonna choose my reality for me. I'm choosing it. For she did. myself. She really and did. And what she does is she teaches that. And when, you know, it's one thing to be able to use those words yourself and say, you know, this is what your new reality should be. It's she has done it She's and done, done it, it in a big way. She's done it. She overcame so much. And Kate Wells, who is the CEO of the uh, Children's Museum, she was awesome. Oh, yeah. well, it's young skulls full of mush and taking. <laughs> As opposed to old skulls full of mush, dear husband. <laughs> well, I still got some Someone who left. left his wallet outside of the house at his daughter's house while he was doing construction. You mean that kind of mush? Well, its memory <laughs> does not become me very well. Okay, skull, but, I'm listening. Skulls full of mush. Yes, there we go. And I was going to tell you something absolutely relevant and brilliant and succinct. I'm listening. Oh, good. You know who we're talking about? Yes, I do. Kate Wells. From the Children's, Children's Museum. Museum. <laughs> yes. Where's my wallet? <laughs> what she does is she creates an environment that allows these children to want to dedicate themselves to moving in a place where they begin to fill themselves with knowledge and articulation. And those are the two things that allow you to... Uh, be engaged mm -hmm. and if you're engaged and you can articulate and you work on knowledge and then it begins to build on itself and exactly as you said it's exponential absolutely where's my wallet and then uh our 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 vampire was here talking about donate i, I want your blood <laughs> <laughs> soothe you wants your blood she's our vampire and talking about some of the little things that you can do to give back to your community and one of those little things is to just donate some blood and so it was nice to have her here because a lot of people say, I, I want to give, but I don't know how to give. And they don't, they want to be anonymous in giving and they, you know, they don't know exactly what to do. Well, you can always go down and be a blood donor. Well, that's why they say it's the gift of life. That's right. Get stuck, give life. <laughs>
gosh. Okay, Devin. Devin Defendus was the director of the Sojourner, which is a homeless shelter for battered people. Not women, people, because some men are battered too. Well, and animals. And and they let animals come in now. Not yeah. not battered animals. No, no. no. No, she and she was a young lady. Yeah. But the thing is, she had a handle on it. She understood exactly what she was doing, mm-hmm. and it was intrinsic. It was as if that was what she was born to do. Mm-hmm. And she said, "We heal holistically. We heal the whole family." Right. And if you need to bring your uh, goldfish with cat, you or whatever. your dog, yeah. we can do that because mm-hmm. that is how you heal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, gosh, you know, I'm. I'm Something, you know, Dr. Albert Colasso. You know, I really like that uh, young man because he was the, uh, he was, he is uh, the head of the uh, interfaith, integrate. Uh, we liked him so much we had him on twice. Yes. He's wonderful. Well, it's the interfaith thing. Yeah. And, you know, his agenda is, you know, we all have different phone numbers to call home. Mm-hmm. But it goes through the same switchboard and it goes to the same guy. So let's talk about the things that we have in common. When you find that you have things in common, then you begin to grow as a community in love Mm -hmm. and respect. Mm -hmm. So if you are of this faith or that faith or if you're a Wiccan, it all comes together. And and practice kindness, right? It's simple once it's practiced, isn't it? Yeah. Remember Dr. Jim Keene? Oh, Yes. He, he was, he and I were on the same page, like at a metaphysical level, like understanding how energy really works on the planet. And, and you know who else was on the same page with me was Dr. James Latham. Yes. Is that, is it Latham? Yeah, Am Latham. I pronouncing yeah. it right? Because he is the anesthesiologist that has the ketamine clinic now. And he and I also talked the same talk and used the same analogy. So Dr. Jim Keen and Dr. Apparently I like Jim's and Dr. James Latham, they were fantastic. I really enjoyed being with both of them. Well, you know, things that they share with so many of the people that we've already talked about, like uh, Amaya Swan and Kathleen Rickard and... Ricard. Uh, Ricard, okay. <laughs> you can wallet? see what it's like at our house, right? <laughs> But it's intuitive. Yes. They allow that aspect of their mind. Exactly. They not work their brain, with but their mind. That's right. They work with that energy above your body where your mind resides, and they really, you know, process things that way, and it's, it's wonderful. And then we had Sean Still, Officer Sean. Officer oh. Sean was in sex crimes for most of his police career. And it was very interesting to talk to him because he kind of shed some light on some things here in town that, you know, I didn't necessarily know. So that was interesting. Well, he talked about the human trafficking. He talked right. about the ugliness that exists and it's right below the surface. Yeah. And he also talked about how hard it is to shed that when you go home and how you have to decompress you know a lot of people think officers just oh well you know i'm done with the day and joe friday goes home it doesn't work same thing for mediums you don't get done with the day after you've talked to people who've had some real tragedy like the couple that we had on recently frank and judy who lost their son david murdered in phoenix and they did the most amazing articulate job of discussing how they've maintained their faith 
and work with faith. And they honored me so much by telling me that they pray for me, which was just the greatest gift I think I've gotten in a long time. What an amazing couple. Well, out of tragedy can either come pain, suffering, and you decide to dwell in it, or you can develop grace and love and reach outward, like a Marianne Govea, like a... Uh, uh, um, um, Karen Perry. Karen Perry. You know, uh, you know. I mean, when you've had a loss like Karen Perry or people from Eric's house, or but particularly when your child's been murdered randomly, like yes. no, like it wasn't like he was having a fight with his lover or something, and there was some rhyme or reason you could wrap your head around. These people were an example of how to handle yourself with grace. I think they were amazing. Yeah, and the, one of the things that they. Um, held on to as an objective and concrete aspect of David is that after he was shot and he'd passed, he made sure in spirit that his dog got home. That was a cool story. That was. But, we, but you know, we, we're different than most folks. We understand how a spirit works. Like, we're not, we're not at that stage of jaw-dropping anymore because honestly, truly, and I, I, I'm not saying this in a, a way that I'm in ego at all, but I, I just, we have spiritual things happen to us on the daily. What last week, our t in the middle of the night, 3 o'clock in the morning, our television went boop and went right on, right? And we both rolled over, looked at each other, and I said, turn it off. Whoever's trying to get a hold of me, you can do it tomorrow. And the clicker was on the nightstand. Bill just turned it off. We rolled over and went back to sleep. Don't you wake know, us up in the middle of the night, spirits, please. Oh, I, sometimes these people. Sleep. Yeah, sometimes they don't understand. We have regular office hours. <laughs> what about Herb Fisher? What a hilarious man he is. Hollywood gem. One of the things I love about Herb, he's in his 80s, going on 23. Yeah, at least. And, but he is a visionary. Mm -hmm. He has seen so many things uh, trending and got right in front of it and has done so well, not only just financially for himself, but, uh, you know, he changed, sees... He changed. He changed things for people because he started the the CD business, the, you know... The, oh, and videos. He, yeah. he started the very first videos, uh, VCRs, in the mm -hmm. country. He still has the very first VCR that was ever recorded mm -hmm. in this country. And he rode that wave. Mm -hmm. And there's so many other things that he saw. He said, I'm going to get in front of this and I'm going to move on this. Those people are called visionaries. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that are connected at uh, an intuitive level. But we just like him too. Yeah, we yeah just he's a like good guy. Him. Yeah. Okay, Andrea Tyler Evans, where is my front door magazine article? That's what I want to know. Okay, she did front door, front door magazine. Wonderful person, had a good time with her, a great sense of humor. We had a really good time. Oh, absolutely. She is a gem. She is an absolute gem. And speaking of gems, a diamond in the rough, I want to talk about Ben Floyd for a little bit. Ah, uh, Ben. Yes, talk to me about Ben. Uh, ben didn't realize that was a video podcast, mm -hmm. and he came in looking like mm, Ben, like Ben. But he described his life of the difficulties, being time in, in prison, prison, finding God in prison, being sent to prison because of drugs, losing his family because of drugs, and being in prison, and reframing his life and being sober and working with God. Yeah. All because his sister sent him a Wayne Dyer book in jail. 
and he read that book and it trans it transformed. Do you hear that, Wayne? One more, one more for you. <laughs> but what Ben did, uh, he's just a guy off the street, really. But the the story that he had to share, the way that he articulated it, the way that he ran through his history, and in some ways it thoughtful. was little. He was thoughtful. He it, lost his brother. His brother has passed away. Yeah, it, it was a little self-deprecating. Mm -hmm. Talked about his family, but he never threw anybody under the bus. No, it was didn't. all objective in the way that things unfolded. Yep. Ben is a class act. He is. And you know, speaking of class acts, my dearest friend, Dr. Debbie Cruz. Oh, God. She, there's, there's no one better on this planet than Dr. Debbie Cruz. Well, you know, she is Better able, Your Best is what her company is called. Better Your Best. She's, better Your Best. She studies the brain. Well, not only does she study the brain. This is one of the things I love about Debbie Cruz is she has this left brain thing going and she has the right brain thing going and she merges them beautifully. She has a degree in a doctorate in engineering and a doctorate in psychology, psychology. and yeah. you talk about two totally divergent fields yeah. and she has taken both of these things mixed them together and because nobody ever told her she couldn't mm -hmm. she just decided well this is the way i see the world and this is what i'm going to do yeah and She's thank god amazing. for people like her she, and she works for the golf world and measures the the performance of golfers in the brain with how the the eyes and the club and the ball all kind of connect together energetically it's very interesting well you know you know it's that uh, thing that athletes refer to as being in the zone being in the zone that's what but, she calls it yeah and it, it's how do i get there mm -hmm. and so if you're able to put yourself in the zone in an athletic circumstance mm -hmm. then when you do meditation why can't you do the same thing and then if you're able to do that metaphysically then you become your own guru, you, you're connected. You, yep, you become and, a manifester. Uh, all of a sudden, then we get into things like kundalini energy, and oh my God, does this whole circle around to metaphysics and physical and how it all comes together all comes within together. us? All comes together. Who so had I, this plan in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been telling a lot of people to donate stuff to St. Vincent de Paul. I just said it yesterday to somebody who's... Uh, getting rid of some of her mother's things after her mother passed away because St. Vincent de Paul does have a shop where you can come in and get, you know, things. It's a consignment shop, and the money goes for such good causes. C CEO Shannon Clancy came on mm -hmm. and talked about all the programs that that St. Vincent de Paul has for the working poor, including dentistry and some other really cool things to help people. And, you know, if you're not familiar with St. Vincent de Paul and what they do, look it up because they do a lot for this community and we can do a lot for them through the community. So that was a good, that was a good one. Oh yeah. And you know, once again, you know, they come at it from a holistic point of view. They come at it looking at the entire person. Uh, let's clothe you. Uh, let's get you looking your best. Let's get you feeling your best. Let's do all of these things that are for the entire person. Mm -hmm. And whereas, you know, 30, 40 years ago is we're going to give you a meal and a place to sit comfortably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wasn't it, was it St. Vincent de Paul's, was she the one that said that on Saturday mornings you can bring your children, they can make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Was that the one? Uh, no, it was uh, the other girl at the, uh, what's her name? She's on I your sheet. Know. I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. Other girl at what? 
Uh, the one where they bring the uh, the family and the puppies and the whole thing together. Oh, 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 was it? What, what was it at Sojourner? Yeah, Sojourner. Ah, yeah, okay. it was at Sojourner. Right. Well, I couldn't remember. One or the other, look them both up. Uh, once <laughs> look again. Them both up. And what does weather have to do with it? That's what I wanted to know when my producer gave me Randall, Randall Cerveni, like, what does weather have to do with spirituality? But he sure made it about spirituality, so now I know. That was cool. Oh, yes. And uh, let's see. Oh, Justine uh, Scrimshire. Oh, Justine, she's so dear. You know, she's a dear heart. Justine lost her son, um, and uh, she's been a wonderful advocate for helping mothers who've lost children. She's, I've known her for many, many years, and she's just a sweet, sweet dear. And I just love Justine. Uh, and this is one of the things that you have captured so beautifully on all these uh, podcasts, as you have found people that have taken the hurts and the heartaches and, and they found a way something. to yeah. they, they found a way to thrive yeah. and all all of these people have stories along those lines of how you take those things mm -hmm. and move into into grace right right and when you move into grace then there's an opportunity for gratitude and you can be you can exercise gratitude mm -hmm. for those hurts in life and understand that they are there as things to teach We've talked about palliative care, and let's not forget my friend Tom Short, the sheriff, who oh, came God, to talk Tom. with us. Deputy, but, yeah. yeah, Deputy Tom. He and I have worked on a case together. It was very interesting. But we've talked about palliative care, breast cancer awareness, how to cope with illness. We've done a lot about that. Uh, Albert again talked about living the golden rule. Um, we've talked about for richer or poorer with Pat and Duffy with their journey with her health issues. Um, we've really done a lot with different doctors in health and spirituality. I think we've run the gamut of oh, body, mind, and spirit. One left. One left. Who did widows I leave? Widows and widowers. Oh, like oh, widows and widowers. Bart and Judy, and now Judy went to the other side of the veil shortly after that podcast. Um, she left us. Yes. And um, I'm still mad at her. I'm still mad at her too, but I love her and so I forgive her. And I've talked to her daughter and she came through like gangbusters. And But we miss her terribly. Yes. We miss her terribly. And Bart, who lost his wife, Barb, to breast cancer that metastasized into her brain. And he is charming and wonderful. And he has a job where he um, does uh, trust for people who have a uh, kids on the spectrum and helps them, you know, make sure that the kids are going to be well taken care of after they die. So he's got a really cool job too. So yeah. Did I miss anybody else? I think we got everybody. And you know, one of the things I love about Bart is that he maintains that closeness to Barb, even though it's been years. He and Barb have a rapport between heaven and earth like you wouldn't believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then we had one uh, one program that I had no guest. A guest was supposed to come. They were no show, so I rambled on. <laughs> That's called the ramble on episode. <laughs> ramble, ramble. But I think ramble. we got it, Bill. I think if, if we left anybody out, out I'm going to feel terrible. But I do think that we got it. Oh, who let the dogs out? Woof, 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 woof. Victoria Ivanik, Ivankit, pronounce that. Oh, I thank it. 
Yeah, we didn't we didn't talk about the that. Humane it, society. And that that's like for us, you know, a big thing because we love dogs. So I don't know how we could have left that out. And we did say Rita Davenport, right? Yes, she's we got, got a Rita. new career. She says that she's stripping for blind. <laughs> Anyway, I want to tell you that I've had a fabulous year here at Star Worldwide Networks, not only because I've met these wonderful people, but the wonderful people that are in our studio, Robin, our studio producer, and Daniel, our camera guy, I don't know what else to call that. What am I calling that, Robin? Cam oh, he's a, a technical engineer. Let's give him the right title, Bill. Okay, yes, he's but he's hiding behind engineer. the glass back there. We have yeah, no idea yeah. what he's doing. But he kind of looks like, um, who does he look like that I think he looks like? That singer. The sing I, I do not know. Yes, you do. Yeah, he's dead. He's gay. He died, and he was real famous. Robin, help me Freddie out. Mercury? Yeah, Freddie Mercury. Oh. Yeah, he looks a little bit like Freddie Mercury. Oh, he's better looking than Freddie Mercury was. But I don't know. I haven't seen him in white tight pants and a little T-shirt, so I don't know. But he sort of looks like Freddie Mercury. I'm sorry, Bill. I'm old but not dead yet. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we want to thank you for joining us this past year on um, Spirituality for Everyday Living. And you have a happy, healthy New Year. This is Melinda Vale and... This is Bill. And we'll see you next time. Happy, happy. <laughs>